0: Good morning everyone. I'll start with the obvious. This morning's uh, CPI release, inflation surprising to the upside with the headline CPI up 1% month on month. And uh, that's in year over year terms, it's 8.6%, which puts it above the level in March and uh, to, you know, to a new 40 year high and the increases were broad-based. Every major category showed uh, you know, higher higher prices. Uh, you did have some you know, particularly big increases, especially energy, up 4% month-on-month, food prices uh, up more than 1%. Uh, you also had... Um, airfares jumping by double digits for the third month in a row. So those airfares are up almost 50% over just the last three months. And uh, some of the items which have been falling recently continue to fall, such as TVs, computers, smartphones. You know, those prices uh, continue to go down. But uh, others reverse course, uh, including uh, car prices and both new and used car prices, were, uh, were higher. And if you think about, you know, the, uh, the outlook, the gas prices, uh, are up more, uh, you know, so far in June and, uh, you know, that is going to push up CPI again in June. We could be looking at another 1% month-to-month rise, uh, potentially. And, uh, you know, continuing on the inflation front, uh, this morning, we had University of Michigan, the consumer sentiment plunging to a record low. and But maybe more importantly, from a market perspective, the longer-term inflation expectations increased from 3% up to 3.3%. And this is going to just add to the pressure on the Fed. So one of the things that has allowed the Fed to you sort of take its time and be relatively patient is the fact that inflation expectations are, have been well anchored uh, so, you know, they can sort of take their time. But with uh, those expectations jumping in the latest reading, it, it, you know, just, again, adds to the pressure on them to get rates up, uh, you know, as they've been saying, expeditiously. Uh, so the only, the only sort of offsetting the factor uh, is that the wage growth, uh, has, if anything, seems to be slowing and it's you know, just really unlikely that we can sustain eight, nine percent inflation when uh, if wage growth is, you know, in in the four percent range. Uh, so it's the one thing that the Fed could point to to say, OK, you know, we don't need to we don't need to panic because, uh, you know, wages aren't growing that fast. Uh, households are being squeezed and you can already see it you know you pick up any newspaper and you'll see stories about how badly uh, the the higher prices are impacting lower income uh lower income households and if uh, wage growth doesn't keep up then eventually those households will just have to cut spending I and mean, in fact they already are uh, cutting spending and this will uh, you know and this these high in some sense the higher prices help to you know create conditions that will give you the lower inf- inflation going forward. So in terms of, you know, the outlook uh, for next week's FOMC meeting, uh, we still think the Fed will hike by 50 basis points. Market is pricing in some you know, probability of a 75 basis point hike, but I think they'll stick with uh, the 50 and, uh, you know, we'll Regardless, uh, uh, I think the message will be very hawkish. I, I expect Fed Chair Powell to say at least half a dozen times uh, during his press conference that the Fed is committed to bringing inflation down; that they'll do whatever it takes, and uh, even even if uh, you know it, it requires a recession to get inflation down, the Fed will not flinch. They will continue, you know, to to tighten until. Inflation is on a path to hit their two percent target. Uh, the thing is, though, that um, you know the market is now so aggressively pricing in Fed rate hikes that uh, the, the the Fed may not uh, you know live up to what the market is is already pricing in. We'll get a revised the dot plot, and I do expect the dots to move uh, higher, especially. The N-2022 dot will probably rise by three or maybe even four uh, rate hikes. Um, But again, um, my guess is that the peak Fed funds rate implied by the dot plot won't be as high as what the market is pricing in uh, right now. One very important point to keep in mind uh, in, in this sense is that the Fed cares more about Uh, core PCE inflation than it does headline CPI. And core PCE isn't as extreme as, uh, you know, as CPI. So it's uh, well above the target, but not as far out of line. And, uh, you know, again, this, this uh, should mean that the Fed sticks with 50 basis point rate hikes and doesn't indicate a huge increase in the number of, of hikes they're planning to do uh, going forward. Now, Next week, we also get uh, quite a lot of really important uh, economic data. Uh, We get the NFIB small business survey. This is, uh, you know, really important under current circumstances. The sentiment is already weak and uh, it'd be interesting to see if it weakens further the way that we saw in, uh, you know, in consumer sentiment. Um, But also key indicators are the job openings. You know, uh, we had the Jolt's job openings fell in the latest reading, and the NFIB may show the same trend. So some cooling off of demand uh, for labor. And also interesting to see, you know, if, if small businesses are continuing to raise prices at the same pace as they have uh, recently. Uh, we'll also get the PPI and import and export uh, prices, and these are important because, uh, you know, they'll. they'll Producer-level um, price increases eventually get passed through into into retail prices. Okay, we'll also get uh, retail sales uh, for May, and uh, you know here I suspect that even if sales are up in dollar terms, they're not going to keep up with uh, with inflation. And uh, then we'll start to get the uh, uh, housing data. Next round of housing data. You know, this has been a softening, especially the NAHB survey of home builders. That's been falling rapidly, and I expect it'll be down again, uh, in, in this latest reading. And finally, we get to industrial production for May. And, uh, you know, again, this is really important to, to watch. Production has been rising robustly recently, which is a really good sign. You know, the extra output should, uh, you know, over time, uh, lead to less uh, less inflationary pressure on on goods prices especially important is uh, autos so auto production has risen uh, you know quite rapidly the last two months and if that trend continues it'll help to take pressure off of auto prices and really that alone you know could mean a significant uh, reduction in uh, in inflation okay that's it for this week thanks for listening I'm Brian Rose